You're responsible for your own happiness and I'll raise you. You're responsible for your own health. everyone, Emily Abadi here bringing you another installment of the In Focus series, day four from Hurdle, a wellness-focused podcast where I sit down with inspiring individuals to talk about everything from their big wins to life's toughest moments. On the show, you can expect vulnerability, motivation, and candid discussions with everyone from top athletes to aspiring entrepreneurs on what it really takes to follow your passions. My mission is simple, to inspire you to be your best self, move with intention, and have some fun along the way. Today, I am bringing this discussion into the world of strength training with the help of none other than Gunnar Peterson. Gunnar is the former strength and endurance coach for the Lakers. He's also known for working with a ton of A-list clientele out in Los Angeles, and he's been on the show before. Today, we are chatting about the importance of adding strength training into your routine. I know that I, for one, am definitely guilty about not prioritizing this, which is kind of funny. I don't know if funny is the right word, but I used to be a huge, huge CrossFitter all while being a runner. But after getting injured during the CrossFit Open like four or five years ago, I just haven't had the same relationship with weights since. But as we talk about today, strength training is integral regardless of what your go-to modality is. Strength training is important for building a strong body, for staving off injury, for bone density, and so much more. In today's episode, Gunnar offers some really great advice on how regularly you should be strength training from the get-go, what types of movements you can be incorporating into your routine, and shed some light on the fact that just because it's strength training doesn't mean that you've got to be lifting a ton of weight. He also talks about some of the best exercises for runners and endurance athletes. And what I love about Gunnar is his no bullshit mindset. He is a guy that says what's on his mind. He makes me laugh. He knows his stuff. And that is why he's one of the best. Before we get into it today, a huge thank you to my friends at Whoop for sponsoring this week of episodes. Whoop is literally like having a personal trainer on your wrist for less than a dollar a day. It tells you how recovered your body is, how much strain it can take on in a day, and how well you slept. And with the built-in coaching features, Whoop sets target exertion goals so you know how long you should aim to work out for, and it also lets you know how much sleep your body needs to be recovered the next day. Now, we all know that staying active is important, but what we don't know is exactly what our body is able to handle day in and day out. While most wearables might just look at something like steps, Whoop goes beyond that by tracking strain, which looks at how active your heart is throughout the day and in workouts to see how much exertion is being put on your body. Based on how recovered your body is, Whoop then gives you target strain goals so that you can train optimally. I'm telling you, it has been a game changer for me. If you are looking for ways to be motivated in the new year to get active but don't know where to start, this is such a useful tool that can guide you to being active for exactly what your body can handle. 
For my listeners today, there is no better time to kick off a healthier new year than right now with this fitness tracker. Head on over to whoop.com, that's W-H-O-O-P.com, and save 15% off with the code HURDLE. Again, head on over to whoop.com, use my code HURDLE at checkout to save 15% off today. Know yourself with personalized recovery, strain, and sleep insights from Whoop. Thank you so much to everyone that's been tagging the show as this special five-day series goes on. I really, really appreciate all of your feedback, and it means the world to me that you want to share this content with your friends, with your family, and with your followers. Make sure to keep on doing that. Tag Hurdle over at Hurdle Podcast. I am over at Emily Abadi. And as a little New Year's present, it would mean the world to me if you rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. With that, let's get to hurdling. Today, I am sitting down with Gunnar Peterson. He's the previous director of strength and endurance for the Los Angeles Lakers. He is a personal trainer. How are you doing today, Gunnar? Good friend of mine. I am so good. Thank you for having me on. This is pretty cool. Pretty cool. I know. Happy for you to have this and happy for you to include me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a while. I mean, the last time I saw you, we were both in LA, I believe for the Propel Collabs. Mm-hmm. And then previous yep. to that, out in New York in a very small recording studio on 34th Street. So we're just running amok here. Yeah, we're all over the place. Catch us if you can. Well, I couldn't think of a, a better person to uh, to get on the line to talk a little bit about the New Year's resolution. Two part here. One, to move more. And two, to incorporate strength training into the routine. So let's talk first and foremost, 2020 for many a year of a routine that was very different. And for many, a year of not moving a lot. So let's start. Why is it important just in general to make sure that we're, you know, getting in that regular movement? So I would say this, let's not wait. If you're toying with the idea, start today. Start today. Start right after you listen to this. Do something. Do 50 push-ups and 50 rear lunges. Uh yeah, tough year for a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Everybody had their struggle, so I think you acknowledge that, and then you move on. Just because I don't, I don't know, I, I I don't like to dwell on that. I don't like to talk about money, and I don't like to talk about people being infirm and and deconditioned, like blah blah. It's interesting, great. Now we've cl- covered that. Let's move on and let's get you moving towards the other side of this. Important, important. So movement is important for someone that recognizes that they do want to move more, how would you recommend them implementing this movement into a regular routine, aside from just starting by meeting themselves where they're at? So if you want to start, think about, uh, figure out how many steps you do in a day. Let's use a step thing. It's easy. We all do it. And if you're at a thousand steps a day, let's get you to 4,000 steps, eventually working on getting you to 10,000. But people go, oh, I have to start with 10,000 steps. And I'm thinking, yeah, okay, fine. But for people who are doing, you know, a thousand, that's a massive jump. And I wouldn't do that because then you're going to get defeated. And then you're dealing with the, not just the physical strain of it, but you're dealing with the emotional beating yourself up for only getting 6,000. When in fact, I'd be happy if you got, if you went from one to four. And then I'd say incorporate some strength training, especially for women. If you think about what, what uh, helps fend off osteoporosis resistance training, right? So think about 
push-ups, lunges, squats, crunches, pull-ups, rows, basic movement stuff, uh, incorporating different planes of motion. And you can do that with household items. You can do it with a, you know, a five pound bag of sugar. Um, that way also it, 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 it makes me feel better that I know you're not opening that bag. Um, <laughs> yeah, a gallon of water, a gallon of water weighs about eight pounds. Uh, you can do it with a paint can. Um, you can use a piece of cardboard and do ab extensions or leg curls. There's so many ways to build in strength training moves with stuff at home if you don't have a home gym or god forbid you could invest in some gym equipment and not spend that on things that are um that that go towards the negative in your health routine right like Mm -hmm. back off on cigarettes alcohol um processed foods or or even just back off on them for two weeks and spend that money and get a pair of adjustable dumbbells uh get a trx you know little there are little things you can easily add so you have a, you have a relatively comprehensive home gym in no time and and very little cost and i think something to highlight when you started listing off those exercises until you got toward the end you said rows all of that stuff is body weight exercise and body weight exercise is strength training and i think that's something that people don't commonly you know totally understand right push ups squats lunges those are all strength training and now if you're if you're you know not completely out of shape those may seem super easy okay so add reps or add resistance if if push ups are too easy and you're cranking out sets of 50 strap a band over your shoulders and and use the added resistance or have some put a weight on you or have your kids sit on your there's so many ways to do it the people say well i don't really know well you do google body weight exercises go on youtube there are tens of thousands of videos like we're in the information age now where it's, it's, you can't use that anymore. You know, the dog ate my homework. No, sorry. You can't, you, that just doesn't fly anymore. And, and it's not that you get tired of hearing it, but at some point you have to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and, and you are responsible for your health, right? My mom told me a million years ago, you're responsible for your own happiness. And I'll take that and say, you're responsible for your own happiness and I'll raise you. You're responsible for your own health. It's a good point. I'll take it. I mean, something else that I think a lot of people are not exactly sure about is if they're not really adding in strength training already. I know that there are a lot of runners or endurance types that listen to hurdle uh, for those individuals that aren't strength training already. Do you have any advice on, you know, how often they should be doing it or, or what they could even begin with? Yeah. If you're not doing it, definitely start like that. Let's, let's have that as the common denominator. Um, and I would start two times a week. I'm a big fan of two times a week. And I know a ton of trainers start three times a week. But to me, one of the reasons they don't do it is because they have trouble fitting in their schedule. And I get that. So instead of trying to schedule three, missing one, and then beating yourself up for the one you missed, and then you have all that new added stress, start with two. Look, right? So it's Monday, Thursday, let's say. If you miss Monday, do Tuesday. If you miss Thursday, do Friday, do Saturday. You're going to, you give yourself some wiggle room with that. And if you're a runner, if you're going to start with one thing, I would have it be leg curls. I would have it be something hamstring centric just because the one, the, the running, you're going to get so much. It's just so quad dominant. I'd rather have you add the hamstring thing. Let's at least strengthen the area that you're probably going to injure or that you're more likely to injure. That posterior. Correct. On the, on something that you just touched on the importance of being flexible. 
I think, um, especially, I mean, again, if we're, you're referencing, you know, the endurance athlete is used to following a training plan. If you miss it, it's like, oh shoot, like, what am I supposed to do now? But like, it doesn't need to be that hard. Do people still say shoot? Really? <laughs> in today's age? Wow. That's cool. I don't think I've met anybody who said shoot in the last 20 years. Oh, bless you with the gun range. Uh, yeah. Fit it in. I mean, schedule it. You can pull up a program online that says, you know, uh, cardio Monday, strength training Tuesday, Wednesday, recovery, flexibility, mobility training, cardio Thursday, strength training Friday, weekend, it can be an active recovery, could be a walk. And then Sunday, you know, on the seventh day, he rested if you subscribe to that and, and rest and rest a follow-up question on, on this one. Uh, you mentioned two days a week. If someone does follow some sort of diligent, you know, cardio training situation, is there a certain day that you would, uh, recommend tacking on these strength movements? Like, should you be doing it on a day where you're doing tempo or speed work, or should we be doing this on a long run day or, you know, what's kind of the, the thought process there? Depending on how comprehensive they're training, if they're doing training programs where they have tempo runs, speed days, long days, uh, I'd probably put it in after the long day, mm. but that's me. And, and if not, I'd find a way to put it in where it, it takes away the least from the part that they're trying to work on, assuming running is their goal, right? Like if they're trying to improve speed, I wouldn't do it before the speed day. I do it after. If you're trying to improve distance, I do it after the long day, not before. Right. Right. That makes sense. And then, I mean, something else that we talk a lot about when it comes to uh, strength training, again, what you're saying is like making the time for it for this person who says like, and comes up with this excuse, I don't have the time. What do you say to that person? I did this actually once I had, I had someone who, uh, a performer who was canceling a lot and I would send, I had to, I had to go through the person's manager, which is already a red flag. And, uh, I would send my text out on Saturday morning, midday, Saturday. And I'd say, am I seeing this person this week? And the manager wouldn't write back. And, you know, I need to get those in by hopefully Saturday, if not Sunday, and then I can line up my week. Um, and this manager would write back on Tuesday at 6 PM, you know, when you're knee deep in kids and stuff and work and your week's already kicked off and say, she needs 10 tomorrow. And I just write back, I booked that. I didn't hear from you for four days. And at one point, and we went through this for a number of weeks. Um, and so the person was getting in, you know, one workout, you know, one, probably averaging 1.5 workouts a week. So that's something. But for this person who's trying to really take it to the next level, that's nowhere near enough. And at one point, the manager wrote to me and said, this is a priority for her. And I copy pasted the dictionary definition of the word priority and I sent it back and I said sure doesn't seem so sure doesn't seem like it and person went away that was that so Mm. I would say to you if you can't fit it in then then it's probably not a priority and I would encourage you to make it a priority because it's written in the gym on one of my windows it says uh everything we do inside the gym makes everything we do outside the gym better. And I believe that and I've seen that and and I know it to be true from, you know, one just from my own focus group of one, but also for clients. Everything you do in there 
it, it makes you stronger, it makes you more resistant to illness, less uh, you, you, more resistant to injury. You're a better spouse, you're a better parent. Reduce reduction of, of uh, absentee rate goes down on the job. It just it helps everything, everything. So it should be a priority, in my opinion. If it's not, no problem. But at some point, it's probably going to be, and it might be a guy in a lab coat standing over your hospital bed telling you, hey, you better make this a priority. Or it could be you taking stock in yourself when you look in the mirror and go, I need to make this a priority. Or I had somebody walk in the gym today, had to come up the stairs, and she just looked at me and she goes, God, the stairs are a killer. I've been gone two weeks. And I was like, and I didn't even have to ask, what'd you do during the two weeks? You just told me. You just told me. So if it's a priority for you, great. If not, hopefully one day it will be. And, and hopefully you figure that out before, you know, before the, the, somebody knocks on the door and has to tell you. Uh, let's talk about setting smart strength goals. So we talked about um, maybe for someone who's not doing it at all, their goal could be, I'm going to start strength training two times a week for 30 to 45 minutes. If someone like has some loose strength in their routine right now and they want to set, you know, a goal for the new year, what are some good places to start? Would you say, you know, it, you can get caught up in the weights. Like if you want to lift certain, if certain numbers, if that means a lot to you, then those are easy to set. Um, and if it's just frequency or it's X number of sets, or if you want to use your, your overall rep count, like a step count. Um, I, I know somebody who does six to seven exercises three times through 10 reps per. So hmm. they fall into a certain rep count. So it's a go, it's a way of looking at volume. Um, to me, that's a lot of math, but mm. you know, you just, I try to pick two or three movements that I want to focus on. And then I add some auxiliary work. Um, and for clients, I map it out. It's probably eight, nine, 10, 11 things, depending on how many of them are unilateral, because then we get into time and I keep it moving and we go through it three times and we add a little dessert. We joke, we call it dessert at the end, which is something that's a, uh, an aggressive or a violent or just a torturous finisher. Whether it's a, yeah. Whether it's <laughs> sled work or rope work, which is unending or, or something on it. Just, uh, we have a few of them in the gym that we would call field levelers. Right. So if the workout's too easy, I know this is going to level the playing field at the end. So I'm, we're just lying in wait and then we you, you hammer it at the end. Lastly here, I mean, for someone that is making this priority, is excited about it, like is really amped, they want, you know, to, to keep with it. What are some like suggestions or tools that you would offer to that person to help them keep coming back day in and day out? It's got to be fun. It's got to be fun. It has to. Um, for me, uh, some people, you know, uh, they just put their head down and grind it out. Okay. But that's hard to do all the time if you really hate it. Like they say, you get this question a lot. Um, what's the best piece of cardio equipment? I want to buy one for the house. And I say, it's the one you'll do. It's the one you'll do. If, if Okay. If you read that um, running burns more calories per minute than other activities because it's open kinetic chain and uh, but you hate running and you're not a runner and it hurts your knee. I, I wouldn't suggest buying a treadmill. Right. It's just a bad, that's just a bad move. If you love the bike or you love an elliptical or you love a rower and you, and you are drawn to those every single time, then by all means get one you'll do. Or if there's another one that you, if you're, if you've been on an elliptical or a treadmill or a bike and you've loved it, but now you're, you know, your interest is kind of waning. I would get, you know, what's the next one. And I would alternate them, mix it up, 
find what fires you up and get after it. Definitely don't force it. And that's the same, you know, when the world returns to group X, same thing for group exercise, right? If you don't love the bike, then then don't go take an indoor cycling class. Mm. If you don't like the rower, don't go to orange theory, but if you do by all means, sign up, buy a package, go off and enjoy it. That's the only thing that's going to keep you coming back in my opinion, unless it's, unless it's straight fear-based. Yeah. Unless the doctor said, you know, if you don't exercise, it's curtains for you. If it's not, if, if you're not facing that or your spouse said, you know, if you don't get after this, I'm out of here. Those <laughs> are, you know, whatever your motivation is. But to me, if, if I like it, it's not hard to do. Yeah. And there's a lot of different, you know, things you can do to make it fun. Like obviously picking a machine or, you know, a routine that, that entertains you, but also like, if you are someone that, that watches instructors leaning into an instructor that entertains you or makes you feel motivated, uh, choosing a dope playlist, also a big motivator, either doing it with someone in person or virtually. I found podcasting during my cardio. People said, uh, people have said to me, well, there's no way your cardio is that intense. Then I go, maybe not. But how about this? It's so consistent. I am killing it. So if I can listen to a podcast and get through my cardio, you know, unscathed, for lack of a better term, <laughs> and I feel like I worked, and then I get into, then, then the music comes on and I go to my stretch and my lift, why wouldn't I stick with this? It's working for me. Last I checked, you know, you canceled Thursday. I didn't. So <laughs> It, it, this, this, I found what works for me. I can, I can only hope you do the same, whatever it is, whether it's my ritual or, or, or you come up with one of your own. I hope that people are listening to hurdle and they feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Gunnar, what are you excited about for the, the year to come? Uh, the same thing I'm excited about tomorrow. I'm excited about my workout. I'm excited about hopefully keeping things going at work, just hitting, you know, firing on all cylinders. I'm excited about time with my wife, time with my kids. Hopefully I can get out to see my parents at some point. Uh, I miss seeing my brother. It's, it's the same stuff. I don't know for me, like it doesn't January one doesn't mean fresh start clean out this. And by the way, if you didn't clean out all your shit during the pandemic and you're waiting for, you know, the new year to do it, like, good Lord, you're behind. Uh, <laughs> like, stop it. We must, this must be the cleanest garage country in the world right now. <laughs> you know, everybody's closets and garage should be buttoned up right now. So let's not wait, get moving, enjoy it. And I know that sounds trite. I am. It's not always up, but it is, it is, it is get it done. Says Gunnar. It is go have fun, get your workout in. Don't look at it. Like it's look at it for what it does. Not for what it takes away and look how it enhances everything. I feel great every single day, every single day. Somebody goes, you know how old you are? I go, do you know how young I feel? That's what I'm basing it on. Right. Motion is lotion. It makes you feel better. You got to keep moving. Got to keep moving. Gunnar, how do the hurdlers keep up with you? Give me all of the details. There's a website that my wife handles, uh, gunnarpeterson.com. And I'm on Instagram uh, at Gunner Fitness. That's it. I am over at Emily Abadi and at Hurdle Podcast. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>